from warm, sunny Florida at the downtown Newport Richie Sandpeak Realty Studio. This is SP Real Simple with your host, Steve Lucar. Hello, Lisa Marie Wilson. <laughs> We're back again. Well, hi there. <laughs> we are round two. Yeah. Uh, this darn thing didn't record the first one. So this is Sand Peak Steve Lucar. Yeah, in the real SP simple podcast. Real simple. <laughs> so um, the first go round, we uh, we introduced you. Now I got to reintroduce you again. And I said this is your first podcast, but now we did that last one, so this is kind of your second podcast. Yeah, too bad it didn't aren't take you, though. Aren't you uh, comfortable now? <laughs> <laughs> the jitters are out. Well. I don't know why people don't like hearing their voices, but yeah. I still can't get comfortable listening to my voice. So, oh, well. I get it. I'm the same way. Well, I can remember when I was going to college and I had a speech class. I actually got up there and froze and ran out of the, out of the class because I got stage fright. You didn't picture everyone in their underwear? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the trick? No. (laughs) No. Yeah, I was always uh, always hear that. You know, they just go out there and picture everybody's naked or in their underwear. Right, right. And then, uh, I don't know. how. Well, well if I did that, I'd probably get the giggles and wouldn't be able to stop laughing. I'd be looking at that guy going, oh, my gosh. (laughs) I (laughs) know. So let's go back. So you're from Maryland. Yes. You live there until you were... 26? Uh, yeah, like around 26, yeah. Yeah. And you worked for a REMAX office there as like a... a yeah, account. I actually um, started up in a REMAX office from infancy, and that was when REMAX was pretty new. So I had to go to different REMAX offices and actually see what they did and how their office ran and, you know, when... Went back and just had to figure out how to do everything. So it was, it was really interesting. Yeah. And then, um, you know, our office grew. And then um, the owners, they ended up uh, getting another office. And then they continued and got another office again. So wow. um, I was the behind scenes pretty much. I did the uh, control. I was the controller. Gave everybody's commission, so they, they like me. Yeah, you're the favorite. <laughs> you're the one with all the checks. Yep, yeah. <laughs> but um just popular with the money. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I think I probably would have still been there if my brother didn't want me to move down to Georgia. Right. Um actually that that's where he was living. And nobody my my parents had moved away and my other brother moved away, so um yeah, I ended up moving to Georgia, and then I landed at a Remax company that was um, the largest interna- internationally. It was huge, and it's really crazy. I know, like a, a few years back, the company I saw it's not even there anymore. I wow, probably sold know. it, and then whoever yeah. bought it, yeah, dissolved it or did something different, right? Hmm. But they How many actually so they have. Do you know? Oh, gosh, a lot, a lot. I can't even remember. Wow. Yeah, that was that was about 
been living here in Florida maybe about 28 years. So I'm almost a, a what do they call it? A, when, when you live in when you live in Florida for a long time. Oh, you're almost a Floridian. Yeah, a native. Uh, yeah, almost a homegrown or whatever. <laughs> uh, homegrown native is like you were born here. Like, even my wife, she's like, well, I came here when I was real, a kid. I was like, eh, it still doesn't count. Right, right, right. That's true. Well, you know, I'm fourth generation, so I, you know, I can't let people slide on that kind of stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't blame you. Well, you've been here long enough to where your your blood has adjusted to the warm weather. Yeah, you know what cracks me up is that you hear a lot of people saying, yeah, my blood, it just it just thins out, you know. I mean, you, I've been down here so long in Florida, but blood thins out, and it gets so cold. I mean, you, it's 65, 70 degrees, and I still got a jacket on, you know. Yeah. But um, it's like, no, 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 no. Your, blood. your blood does not thin <laughs> out. It's just you get acclimated. You get comfortable with exactly. the environment. Yeah. Exactly. And I think if, you know, like I don't like the cold and I bet if I went up north for an extended amount of time and was in the cold, I would adjust and, you know. Right, right. Yeah, that's like, I mean, growing up in Baltimore, um, I mean, we were always out in the snow as kids. I mean, we were born and raised where, you know, we had the real true four seasons. Yeah. You know, love the snow, love snow skiing, love ice skating. And, um, yeah, I mean, we never thought about you know, like being in a place where it's warm pretty much all year round. When you're a kid playing in the snow, you don't realize it's cold. No. Like you're just having fun. Exactly. And it doesn't get cold either. Yeah. Like I remember playing soccer in the cold. I remember being cold, but I don't remember like, like right now, if I, if it's cold, like in the thirties, I'm like, holy cow, like this hurts. I don't, I don't like it. I know. When I was a kid, it, I was like, well, it's just cold. I'll be fine. I do hear people say, like, people from Maine, Michigan, New England, um, saying that it's a different kind of cold down here. It feels colder. Yeah, the humidity, the moisture. That's in right. That's what I heard. Yeah, it kind of gets into your bones more. Like, it, it's, it's definitely a different cold. Because I know I'll go up to Kansas hunting, and uh, it's zero degrees, two degrees. And it feels different than if it's, you know, 30 here. Right. And it's like a moist, moist cold, and it feels colder here. Right, sometimes. right. But then, you know, when the moisture clears out and it's dry cold, it, it's not as bad. But that damp cold is. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, we are lucky, lucky, lucky. Yeah. I mean, we are in one of the luckiest states to live yeah. with the temperature. I mean, it's not often that we really have to even put a coat on, yeah. you know. If it is, it's only for maybe a few days. Yeah. Then it's nice Back and to warm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I found out that once I moved down here and everybody wears flip flops. Yep. So, I mean, well, your feet get hot. You don't want to wear, you don't want to keep them closed in. Right. But um, your feet end up spreading. And it's like, I couldn't fit in any of my shoes anymore. Oh, from the flip flops? Because yeah. the shoes kind of hold your feet. Right. Yeah. Right. That was kind of weird for me because I, I had to throw away so many of my precious shoes that oh, I no. love. <laughs> <laughs> How many shoes do you have? Are you a shoe collector? Oh, I'm not that bad. 
I got them all underneath my beds, but I have them in a, you know, a nice little plastic thing and all behind all my closets. And I probably maybe only have like maybe 60, not that many. 60. Yeah. I mean, I could, it could be worse. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But then, uh, I, but then again, I keep getting rid of them and then get new ones. Yeah. Well, you got to recycle them, recycle them out, you know. Exactly. The one thing I thought was funny here a couple of times when um, I first moved here, I'm at the gas station and all of a sudden my high heel just falls off. From the heat? That, yeah, the, the, from the heat, yeah. yeah like a lot of my, the bottom of my shoes, they'll come off from the heat, from the asphalt, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, when, during the summer, if it's, you know, 98 degrees out and middle of, the day that sun beating on that um, blacktop is no joke. It'll right. it'll burn you. Right. That's. I mean, they show. I've seen where people will take and like cook eggs and stuff on it. But wow, I'm not sure how real that is. I know for sure they do that out in Arizona. I watched a guy do it. Wow. Well, you know it's funny though. I mean, talking about the heat, we don't get as hot as a lot of states up north. I know, like, like my parents lived in South Carolina on Lake Murray for a long time. And, uh, you know, it was, it was hotter there, you know, a lot, a lot of times than, yeah. than what, what it was down here. So I think that's because the way the earth shifts during the summertime, the sun, like, so in, in spring and fall, the sun is basically even, well, let's see, it would be, in springtime, the sun is basically even with us. But in the summertime, the sun is up more towards the northern part of the... Uh, it's closer to the northern part of the the earth. So right, right. In summertime up there, it's actually... The sun's a little bit closer than it than it is down here. Mm-hmm. But because we're closer to the equator, um, it's, like, consistently... Right. Warmer. Well, it's amazing because we get a lot more daylight... Than the people up north, you know. Yeah, it's. I mean, maybe it's not that much closer. I don't know. But I mean, it is funny. I mean, you'll I'll be talking to people in other states, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, it's already dark here." It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Some is not going to go down probably until another hour. <laughs> yeah. But it does amaze me, like when you go to other states, and it's like, but it might get real light there. You know, it's it's late at five o'clock. You know, the time change, yeah. yeah. I mean, just from one side of the state to the other. Exactly. You know, the sun's rising over in, um, I don't know, like Cape Canaveral or something. Right. And it's still not quite rising where we're at. Right, right. You know? So I wonder if they're going to stop the um, time change thing. The time, yeah, fallback. That's the dumbest thing ever. I know. I, I, they've been talking about it and they keep saying they're going to do it, but then I, I hear. Still, yeah, I heard they're going to they, do it. They, they uh, shot it down when they were, it went up before Congress or something, and then they... This year? They shot it down, yeah, well, last year. Because uh, this year I'm hearing that they're going to pass it. Maybe they'll you, put it back in front of them again. Right. They need to do it because it's dumb. I know. I hate... That makes no sense. I mean, I get it for back in the day when, for farmers, for whatever reason, it made sense then, but now, I mean, we have smartphones and automatic... Timers, these farmers, they they can, they can, put their uh, their 
all their equipment is on GPS and autopilot. Exactly. Air conditioning in there. <laughs> right. Like, headlights. They can work all day and night if they wanted to. Exactly. So, yeah, things have definitely changed. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how long have you been at Sand Peak now? Sand Peak, three years. Um, I can't remember exactly when I started. It's been so fun, you can't even remember. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, you first... Um, well, when I first came, you were on the, you up in Newport, Ritchie, where were you? Were we, we're at the old, the old, old 54? Yes, 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 oh, yes. Wow. So it's been more than three years then. Probably four years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And now they, Sam Peak has this wonderful office down, right in downtown Newport, Ritchie. Oh yeah. On Main Street and on good, the corner good. of Grand and we're the second store up. It's a fun location. We get to participate in stuff downtown, and there's just a lot going on. Yeah, there is. place to be. And it's the up-and-coming place. I mean, there's a lot of businesses have, you know, I mean, it's grown down here. and It keeps improving. Yes, it does. Yeah. I can't wait to see what what, what it looks like in five or ten years. I know. I know. And they finally got the Hacienda Old... Oh, yeah. What was that old hotel, right? Uh, Back in, I think it started off as a hotel. Yep, and then it um, uh, it was a couple different things. It was like a, I think it was like a halfway house or something for a little while, and it was a, a sane asylum for a while. What? Yeah. Oh, that's scary. I bet you it has know. ghosts in there. Well, that's what people say. Some of them do. Oh, that's Some cool. People are like, ah, I stay there. I mean, you can go get a room there and stay there. Yeah, I know. Cool. Actually, we were over at some kind of, I think it was a motorcycle event event that they actually had over in the park. And we were walking in the, the Hacienda because it had just opened up. We mm. saw everything and, uh, you know, looked inside and it's really beautiful. We came outside and there was people that were on the balcony. So mm. we started talking to them and they're like, yeah, the room, the room prices aren't bad and everything. And it's like, well, what's it look like in there? It's like, well, it reflects what the room prices are. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's a, it's a, you know, beautiful place to stay being right down here. And yeah. Oh uh, yeah. We had, um, I did the grand opening and they had a tour of all the rooms and stuff before it opened. And oh, that's wild. Yeah. It was pretty neat going through everything. You can see like where the old, there used to be a, a hole in the concrete where it went down, there was tunnel that went out to the river. Cool. And that's where they would bootleg all the liquor and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's all sealed off, and you know, I guess nobody found any treasure down there. Right, right. So I was a little disappointed. I was hoping there would be something cool down there. Yeah, it's funny. Um, there's another place I went to. Huh, it's it's on the water. It's rooftop. Actually, it's, it's a real big old... Um, hotel i can't think of the name of it but they're well known it is in is it in dunedin i can't think of the name of it but they had the tunnel and everything too oh really yeah yeah it's pretty wild it's crazy you see some of these uh there's some movies that have come out where they talked or they show like how the mob and different things were you know there it was here in in the tampa area it yeah was here and uh, Moon Lake. You know. Right? Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, 
Yeah, big big mob guys. <laughs> Crazy. Well, yeah, who's the one? Ah, the one mob guy that he has a place. Uh, it's in like Newport Richie. I can't think of his yeah, name. Yeah, there was the guy in uh, Moonlight. It's on tip of my tongue, too. I can't think of it. He was a really big, it was like John Gotti or something. Yeah, known. yeah, exactly. It's Al Capone. Al Capone. Yeah. It's funny how sometimes I get that C, no, C or S. You know what that means, right? No. Can't remember. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that goes, that happens, I guess, as we get older and. Who knows? It could have been from the shots that we all got. Yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't feel the need. Yeah. Every, you know, everyone does their own thing. I, I, I'm pretty healthy. I got it. Got over it. So right. I didn't think I, what do I need a shot for? I just did it because of my parents. Yeah. They're 87 and 86 now. Yeah, you don't want to. So, and especially them. with some underlying you know, problems, medical yeah. problems that they have. So yep. that was the only reason. It's definitely uh, my wife got it because she was sick and she had, you know, pretty, pretty bad issues with it. So. And she still does. Like, yeah. We felt like um, she needed to get it, but really she got really sick after the first shot. That crazy. Like she didn't even get the second shot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause she was so miserable. She was in such bad shape from the first one that she missed an appointment and stuff to get the second one and and just never went back and got it. Um, and then, we, you know, she's had COVID twice since then and is fine with it. So right, right. It's weird that that first go-round affected her that way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to even talk about it. Yeah. I mean, because there's so many people that passed and all. I mean, I uh, just know, you know, just a couple – like my best friend, her brother just passed away, you know, and it was, we just saw him not too long ago, and it's yeah. just crazy. It sucks. Yeah, there's, um, I've got, you know, several friends my age that, um, yeah, same thing, didn't make yep. it, or I got a couple that had some real close calls, mm-hmm. you know. That's yes. Weird. But it seems like now, I don't know if the it's just not as aggressive and not uh, it's not affecting people as like it did before. Right. Well, you know, it is it is amazing now though. Everybody's getting the flu, huh? Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. yeah. So at least at least it's not just getting um, you know COVID. Right. Now yeah. the flu the came back. back. That's so weird. <laughs> huh. Almost like they planned it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be. But yeah, that's uh, it's. It, I feel like with our industry, real estate. You know, when the COVID hit, we didn't know what to think or oh what. My, I know what happens. What do we do? How do we show houses? How do we survive and live? You know, I know it was like we had to live in a bubble. Apparently, we're a um, what is that? A uh, a necessary? What do they call us? We were. Oh, we yeah yeah we were a, a necessary. The uh, necessity and essential, essential. Yeah. yeah essential we were needed yeah. <laughs> we had to go on <clears throat> we were essential but you know people still had to move and jobs change things happen you know you gotta buy and sell houses Someone's exactly so yeah i guess we're essential yes um we're essential essentially unique people 
<laughs> oh, realtors are very unique people. Some of them more than others. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's funny the characters you run into. Absolutely. Uh, you get some deals. It's like, oh, that guy was great, you know. And you get a, um, you know, positive outlook, and then you, you know, then you start dealing with another agent. And you're like, oh my gosh. I know. I know. It's a nut job. How does this person even continue function to sell and do things like? Exactly. Yeah. I know. It's like any profession, though, I guess. There's going to be good ones and bad ones. You know? I know. I tell you, I mean, you do run in some crazy people. Um, but, you know, like with real estate, it's up and down. And, you know, you got the realtors that when it's when it, the going is good, you know, you got all these realtors coming, getting their license and everything. And then yeah. when it's bad... They can't survive. Yeah, they're, you know. So it's like then you know it's like all right, well, we're cleaning house now with dealing with a lot of these agents who really have no clue what they're doing. Yeah, you know, and or they got their license just to, for a you know just for fun to do on the side and right, you know, right. Every now you know most of the time it's like, oh my uncle he was selling his house and I kind of thought about getting my real estate license. So if I would have had it, I could have sold his house and made. All this money, so maybe I should just get my license in case somebody's going to sell their house that I know. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. do that, and it's not it's not an easy field at all. Yeah, yeah, and that's a like selling your home is a life change, and it's mm -hmm. like a big big thing. I I wouldn't ask, uh, or if I was going to have brain surgery, I wouldn't say, "Oh, you just um, this is your first time cutting someone's brain open." Yeah, right. Well, sign me up. Exactly. Uh, you're going to do it for cheap, too? Yeah. Well, that's who I want cutting my head open. <laughs> no, you're not going to do that. You want the guy that's been doing it for 15, 20 years. Exactly. Has uh, published papers and stuff, and you know what I mean? Right, right. So, And you're going to pay him extra because you know he's not going to accidentally turn you into a vegetable, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it takes a long time. I've been in the business for 16 years, well, as a realtor in the industry for 35, but, um, yeah, I mean, even, um, you know, being in, in the field for so long, when I actually became an agent, you know, there was, there was so much to learn. And, and it's so funny because when you're taking the test and everything, you don't use any of it. Yeah. <laughs> you basically, you pass, you give them, you throw away that piece of paper, and that's the last of school. Exactly. Last of, of that part of it that you really ever need to know. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, continuing ed. But other than that, like, none of that stuff's useful. I know sometimes I think how these new agents even do it. You know, how can they do it? Because there's so much to I learn. They, they do talk a little bit about, like, um, some things that are somewhat useful. But they don't teach you how to fill out a contract. They don't right. teach you about disclosures and what each disclosure means. Like that should be the stuff that's on the test. That's the stuff that you exactly. Really need to know. And even using you know the MLS and everything. You know, a lot of that's not easy. Yeah, I mean that's different because I guess the state has so many different MLS systems. Right. So they can't really put that on the test because they don't know what county you're going to be in, where you're going to be. It can't be you know that's a state test, right? So it's got to be universal for the whole state, right? I was just actually just saying you know, 
about the new agents, all they have to learn. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a big. Just so much. That's yeah, a big step because. Well, we, you know, we keep learning, you know, all the time. I know. You know, I mean, and we're lucky to have Mike, Yeah. you know, our broker, Mike Dumas, you know, ha- he teaches us every every week and we have classes every month or meetings Yep. You know, and it's like, it's it's just continuous. Yeah, and it's always changing. There's always something new that comes out. Laws change. Right. Contracts change. They update things. You just got to stay up with this stuff. I've seen a lot of agents that are, you know, been doing this for 25 years, and and you tell them something, and they're like, I've been doing this for 25 years. I never heard of that. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's like a big deal. You have to... You, you, you got to keep up with social media and... Well, I mean, I'm talking like contractual stuff. Oh, yeah, stuff. yeah. Like they don't know things that are on the contract. I had one guy, he said, he told me um, I was it was vacant land that I was selling, and it was seven platted lots, and they were going to buy the whole neighborhood. Well, he had an investor guy that came out, and I already had a guy that had that was writing an offer. He told me he how much he wanted to pay for it, and he told me kind of, you know, the what he wanted to do. And then this other guy came in and he said, okay, well, um, yeah, you know, my guy wants to buy it. Let's, let's go ahead and, and move forward. And I said, well, listen, I got another guy that's going to write an offer too. So I'm going to have, there will be two offers. And he goes, oh, okay. Um, well, we'll just get this straightened out now. And he goes to the car and meanwhile, I mean, before this, he's like, oh, I've been doing this. I've been a, in real estate for 20 plus years. He comes back with a contract and have the guy sign the contract. He just goes there and now it's done. It's ours. Ah, and I go, nah. well, now I still got the other offer coming in. He goes, yeah, but we put our, our offer in first. No, so, no. um, so we win. I'm like, uh, no, that's not how that works. So I go, I have to take this and give it to the seller and see exactly. if he even wants oh to my gosh. take it. And he's like, no, 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 no. Our well, offer's he, in first. So our no. offer is the first one. We, we get the property. I go, no. Maybe he thought he was, maybe, you know, he thought he was in real estate that long, but maybe I, I think it was a, a lie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he woke up that day and was like, I'm just going to tell everybody that I've been doing this for 20 years. Oh, my God. That's insane. That <laughs> no, is but totally insane. With him, I can tell he's best, definitely been doing it for a long time. But to, I don't know, like stuff like that. It's like you don't understand the process. Well, you know, there's have some. A contract and you've been doing this for this long? Some some realtors are actually a little shady too, and they oh, try to sure. pull something over on you. Like I had one agent was telling me that I had to be there for the home inspection. Now, first off, a home inspection a lot of times it definitely depends on the size of the home, but they're there for probably at least four hours, you know, um, if not more, give or take. And it's like, who wants to sit there? while the home inspector is doing the home inspection. Well, this agent told me that I had to be there. Now, okay, a a home inspector is licensed, Mm -hmm. you know, and they have, most of them have their own super key, which is the electronic key to get in the home. And, uh, I mean, to get that super key, you have to be, you know, you have credentials that you had to have met with the board of realtors to get that info. So you're, you know, you have, you've been vetted. 
Right, exactly. You know, you're not some shady guy that's just wandering through the house going through people's underwear drawer or something weird, you know? Right. And I, you know, I told the agent, I said, you know, I said, I go there at the end, you know, when they're, when they're done, that way they can explain to me and, and help, you know, the, um, the buyers understand a little bit better instead of just getting the report. Right. It's easier while we're right there, explain you know, stuff. And, and, it, and get a little you can't summary. Be there at the beginning because the, the, Home inspector doesn't know anything about the house when he first shows up. Exactly. Exactly. So I can understand sometimes you'll have a seller that um, is uncomfortable and wants somebody there. Right. You know, that's a different kind of situation. But to Yeah, say but it was funny because I did ask her. I said, does the seller want me there? She's like, no, I, I have all my agents, all her agents, um, all the co-oping agents who are the buyers with my listings. I... I have them stay there during the duration of the home inspection. I was like, oh, my gosh, this lady. <laughs> well, Two each his own. Yeah, I mean, it's like sometimes you got to pick your battles. Yeah, so I ended up going, staying, laying yeah. out in the sun, having a couple of drinks <laughs> now. <laughs> Raid their fridge, cook some stuff on the, yeah, on right? the grill, hang out in the pool. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you got to make the best of it, you know. If exactly. You're make me be here, then I'm going to – do it on my terms right have right fun. exactly <laughs> so uh what kind of stuff did you do growing up in baltimore ah. in maryland well um my parents always had a boat they had a boat half a, half a year before i was even born so raising up being raised there um we were always out on the boat fishing um, crabbing, a lot of crabbing. Uh, so you could put your own personal crab traps out? Yeah, yeah. That's actually, cool. um, my brothers, what they actually did, my father worked at Bethlehem Steel, and he made a, like a U-shaped um, thing that hung over the side of the boat right. for the line, for oh, the rope the to go trail. through. Yep. So, um, and what we did was, well, mainly my brothers, but they would they'd get chicken necks, skin them, break mm-hmm. them in half, and tie them on to this rope. So we actually, you know, would I forgot what that's called? The trout line. The trout line, yeah. So we would, you know, and we'd run pull. right along the trout line, and whenever there was crabs on it, right in the thing, and you scoop them up with the yeah, yeah. yeah so that was I've a lot seen of people fun. do that on TV. That's pretty interesting. Those are blue crabs, right? Right, right. And yeah. it's funny because um, when I moved down here, I was like, oh, what am I going to do without my blue crabs? Well, down here, it was even cheaper um, to buy them. And it was, ironically, back then, like 16, no, it was like 30 years ago, um, that like they were selling them by the pound here. I'm like, they sell them by the pound? You know, we buy them by the dozen. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, Anyway, so, yeah, you, there's plenty of blue crab down here that you can catch and all. Yeah, you can catch blue crabs a lot. I know but, people, uh, my friends that live on the water get get pissed because uh, the crabbers, they'll stick their crab traps, like, in front of their, like, they have a lift. So their boat, when they put the boat down, they got to back off their lift. Yep. Well, 20 feet off the back of their boat is a crab trap sitting there, so they can't get their their boat off. They got to get out there and get the crab trap on while they're pulling out and move it. Yeah. And get in and out of there. Yeah. They shouldn't, 
those those crabbers shouldn't put those crab traps out there crabby, like that. Crabby people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad does uh, uh, stone crabs. Oh, I love them. Yeah, they're great. They're I think so you get, good. I think you get five traps per person. So it's like my dad and my mom each have nice. five traps. They have ten, and then he goes out with his buddy and his wife. So they have twenty traps all together, and they'll go out and they use pigs' feet. I stick them in the, and that's a box. You pigs' know. feet. I can remember yeah. my mom had that in the in the refrigerator growing yeah. up in a jar, and I was pickled like, "That's one feet. thing I will never eat." <laughs> yeah, pickled pigs' feet. I'm not a big fan. I've had them, but I don't. Just, I don't know. There's just other stuff I'd rather eat. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't even get it up to my mouth. No, thank you. It's funny. Some people are like, oh, you should try this. It's a delicacy in this place. Like those weird <laughs> bird eggs that are right, like right. birds still in there. Like just, I'm like, it's eh, like, it's got to be way covered like? with chocolate. What, do you, what does it taste like? They're like, oh, it tastes like chicken. I'm like, well, then I'll just eat some chicken. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, but I do eat some weird stuff, I guess. I got all the wild game things that I do. So some of that some people don't care for because they don't like where it came from well they have to know how to cook it right too yeah yeah um i guess it's all in your head because really you could pretty much eat anything exactly Bugs, worms all that stuff but right you know if they don't have i mean to. i have had chocolate covered ants but ants are so tiny and you put by the time yeah. you put the chocolate on it you don't even know that there's an ant in there <laughs> yeah that's true yeah so uh you grew up fishing and yeah, um, yeah. We also like in in uh, during the winter months, we would go uh, snow skiing a lot. Um, we lived right on the a canal of the Chesapeake Bay, so we would do a lot of ice skating. I love that. I'll never forget. My father had a parachute where all these all of our friends would be out there, and a bunch of people would get on the right right side and the other you know would get on the left and we would hold it as you know like a parachute and the wind would just take us sailing yeah it was amazing ice sailing yeah that was fun that's kind of like the you ever see in uh like clear water where they uh by the um what's that by the skyway over there right they do the you go out there on a kind of windy day there'll be 50 60 parasailers out there with their uh that's their wild stuff. yeah it looks like they're gonna get all tangled up and i know stuff but i guess when you're there they're probably decent way away from each other and probably doesn't happen that often but yeah it just looks like a whole mess full of lines and parachutes i and know i know <laughs> i had a buddy that he was doing that or trying i don't know if, how good he got but uh, at one point he was on the beach and he was doing something trying to get his stuff rigged up and a wind picked up and grabbed a sail and drug him through the parking lot. And he bounced um, between, oh. like, a bunch of cars, hit his head, broke a rib. Oh, my goodness. Uh, That's yeah. awful. Wow. That's scary. Uh, yep. Yeah, I, I would be afraid that the sail would take me up and away, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like the fact that what if my parachute just rips or something happens to where I don't have a parachute. I'm stuck here. I have right. no way of going anywhere. Yeah, I I definitely like the idea of being um, harnessed, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I like having a motor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I guess a motor could break or run out of gas or something too. But yeah, I never I never like 
sailboats. I was on, well, actually only one, but it scared me enough where, you know, I thought the whole boat was going to go over, and I was like, yeah, this is not my cup of tea. I love yeah. speed. Yeah. You know, that's fun. Yep. Yeah. So what's next for you with real estate? With real estate. Hmm. Or in life. It's a boring life. Yeah. Is that what you said? No, I said or or in life. Oh, okay. Like, what do you want to do? What's uh? What? Oh, because I was going to say uh, real estate definitely is not boring. No, it has you up no, on your no, toes no. all the time. Um, I was thinking anything you want to get into, like sailing? <sighs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hobbies, scuba diving or something? Um. Uh, I actually want to take more vacations. Yeah, where do you want to go? <laughs> um, I've never been to Hawaii, so I want to go there. I've never been there either. And uh, um, I'd like to go to the Maldives and uh, be at like on the the nice houses that are on the water. Okay. You know um, where they have the the glass bottoms where you can oh, see down. Yeah, and like. Um uh, yeah, I've seen a bunch of those where you, like, stay, like, out on the water. It's like a little stilt house type right. thing. I actually really love the water. I, I, you know, I think maybe in my next life I might come back as a, maybe a crab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, stay away from those chicken necks. Those are, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like down here. Um, I have a, uh, my, my, one of my best friends is uh, Pam, who owns Pam's Mermaid House down in Wikiwat on the Wikiwachi River. Oh, okay. And I love, love going down there with it being 72 degrees year round. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, so clear. You can see all the fish and um, the manatees. And it's just, it's just so beautiful. But it has really um, gotten packed with a lot of kayakers. Yeah. But I know the Wikiwachi, um, like where the mermaids are, where you can also take kayaks, they they don't allow the kayakers now to go all the way down like right. they used to. Yeah, they have it roped off. Yeah, they had it to go all the way down where Rogers Park was and mm-hmm. everything. But now you can only go as far down as the Wikiwachi State Park. So you're not really getting that much of a tour if you do that. But um, mm-hmm. there's, other, there's a, tons of other places that you can go out. Yeah, you know, to go kayaking, but yeah, kayaking's a lot of fun. You know, do you have a kayak? Um, I don't. I do have a. Get um, a kayak then. Well, my brother's got two of them, and I I I can use use his. Yeah, that's even better. Right, right, and I go to my girlfriend's, and I can use hers. There you go. Then you don't need a kayak. Right. It's good to know people. Yeah, exactly. And then we go uh, fishing to Hospital Hole down in. in the Wikiwachi, that's where a lot of the manatees all go. and um, Oh, that real big deep hole. It's the real deep yeah, hole. Yeah. And they say, like, a, what is it, the sulfur or something that heals the skin on the manatees? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's there's something. Like a, some sort of mineral in the water that, um, that they like. Right. But it's amazing. Um, I just saw, actually, I posted on Facebook about these... The caves are so deep. Uh, they're, you know, um, some of them are like the world's largest caves. I mean, they're... Oh, they're there's huge caves. They're I remember, huge. Um, there's been a lot of people have been lost in those caves. Oh, yeah. There was, you know, not maybe three three years ago, there was a, uh, a diver, a very experienced cave diver who didn't make his way out. I mean, that's scary. 
Yeah, I remember when I was younger, probably in my 20s, there was a news article about, or I think it was on the news about a kid. He was like, I don't know, 18 or 20, something like that. And he had dove some caves, and then he went and did one of these other caves. And there's like these lines that you follow. And he got turned around, almost out of air. Yeah. So with the last bit of air he had, he wrote a goodbye letter to his mom, scratched it in his tank. Oh, my God, that's awful. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was like, I can't imagine. Caves. I am not going in a cave. That's a exactly. Bad idea. I know. Like wow. going in caves, jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. Like there's certain things that just, that's probably fun, but. The risk, the like chance. a good idea. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now that I got kids and stuff, like I used to cut trees down all the time. I remember I just did one next to my house, which I hate doing them now because the feeling you get when you're way up there cutting stuff and you're like wobbling around, it's like, oh my gosh, if I fall, I'm going to die. Wow. So. Yeah. No sense to try to Try to do things that aren't going to kill you. Right. Exactly. That's the best way to, yeah. to live your life, I think. You live Absolutely. longer. Probably live longer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why I never always liked um, like four wheeling when I was younger, but. I always loved motorcycles. I rode like on the back of them, but I never would get one for myself because I know I, I, I didn't trust myself. You know, actually the other people, you know, are usually the ones that they kill you. Oh, yeah. The other you know? car that doesn't see you yep. or the yep. drunk driver or whatever yep. it is. Yeah. But I know there's... That's four. what around here, the hardest part with, you know, there's a lot of bikers, a lot of people on bikes, and but there's also a lot of retirees that can't see or there's exactly kids that are doing stupid crap right you know, so. right that's why you know most bikers they all try to um go on all the back roads they try yeah. to definitely try For to sure, steer yeah. clear of 19 yeah or they go in a pack so they got a bunch of you that's more likely they're going to see a big pack of people right right you know. so i i would i don't think i would ever get a motorcycle i just don't really I'm not a speed person either. Like a lot of people like like these fast cars and stuff. I could kind of care less. Right, right. I mean, it's fun to go fast, but uh, I'm not into. I don't really have a need for speed. I guess. Right. Yeah, I definitely am like um, the ten and two or four and six driver. <laughs> you know, two hands yeah. on the wheel, driving Miss Daisy. I pretty much drive like an old lady. You know, yeah. but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. That's the best way to stay alive. Yep, yep. <laughs> exactly. Try not to do things that are going to get you killed. So, well, we've already been doing this for 42 minutes. Oh, wow. Well, actually, we were doing it. Well, we probably, yeah, this is probably an hour because we were doing it probably. I'd say an hour and minutes. a half. The other. <laughs> we were talking a lot before, too. Yeah. Um, so let's tell, let everybody know how to get a hold of you and how we can help build your business and okay um again my name is lisa marie wilson oh i don't think i told on this session here why i have a lot of people call me lisa marie Mm -hmm. because i can never remember anybody's name unless i write it down so i tell everybody you know hey i'm really bad with names i think you'll may you may be able to remember my name because you know lisa marie presley right some of them are like who you know, it's like, oh, my God, you don't know. You know, it's like they're way too young. They have, they're clueless. 
<clears throat> so anyway, anyway, I tell him that, um, which is the truth, Lisa Marie Presley was born on my birthday, October 25th, but I'm older than her, so actually by six years. Anyway, um, so anyway, I tell everybody that she was born, she was named after me because I was born before her, so. Technically, she was named after you. After me. Did I, did I get it wrong? No, no, yeah. No, yeah. You're right, but that is technically, it wasn't like, you know, Elvis and them knew you and said, oh, oh right, I like right. her name, I'm going to name, that's what we're going to name our daughter. Right, but right. Hey, she was just named after you were already named. So. Exactly. You're technically right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, every once in a while I'll catch myself talking dyslexic and it, it totally cracks myself up, you know, I get, yeah. I get the laughing, but I say th- sometimes things just perfectly backwards. It's like, wow. how did I do that? You know? Wow. Yeah, it cracks me up. Oh, here. This is yours. Oh, wow. What is this? That's a mug. It is. I was on Real Simple Podcast. Uh, SP Real Simple. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Thank you so very much. I can keep my wine in here, my Whatever iced tea. Yeah. Keep it nice and cold when I'm out on the, on the boat. Just yeah. joined the uh, Calusa Cruise Club was it last year, and I'm really enjoying um, spending time with them and uh, going to a bunch of different functions, out on the water, and uh, it's Calusa a really great... Cruise Club. Calusa Cruise Club. Remember I had asked you, I said, who was this lady's name, Steve? Because she had the same last name, Lucart, as you, and you were like, that was my... Great grandma or something, because oh. she actually belonged to the Clusa Cruise Club. Yeah, um, was it your aunt? No, I think it was. Uh, I think it was my grandmother. Your grandmother, okay. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Because didn't your who was it? Your was it? My your, grandfather had the drugstore down on Main. Right, right. I didn't all drugs. Yeah. Okay, that was his. Um, and then my, I guess my great grandfather was. Uh, he helped establish the volunteer fire department wow. in Newport Ritchie. So he was a volunteer firefighter. Uh, that's that's all they interesting. Had. And then they moved into the where Ordinance 1 is. is right. the, that's the fire station. So then it grew from the volunteer fire department to the actual fire department. And that's where it was right there. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So you got a long history here. A little bit. Yeah. A lot more than I even realize. Every time right? I, I'll talk to someone, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I I was just talking to my dad about um, Johnny Cash, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I remember." Um, I remember uh, he was telling me he's like, "Yeah, I remember Dad had to leave like one time in the middle of the night and go to the drugstore, and someone was banging on the door and said, hey, you gotta get to the drugstore.' Yeah, it you gotta was help Johnny sell. Cash. It was uh, Des Little brought Johnny Cash to my oh grandfather's my house, gosh. and they had to go to the to his drugstore." To get uh, glass, he had to pick glass out of Johnny Cash's face because he oh was in a car wreck. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow, was, what an drinking. interesting story. He was drinking and wrecked his car, but um, oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, that's wild. How you know, like um, Dolly Parton, you know, not Dolly Parton, uh, Shirley, Shirley Temple. Temple, Shirley yeah. Temple, and Babe Ruth lived here when the water and yeah, bunch of people I know, tons of people. Yeah, that's that's. This was going to be like the Hollywood. Right. But the humidity um, messed that up. Yeah. Because people's makeup and stuff wouldn't 
take right. is that why I, yeah. I didn't realize why because but i always yeah. the heard year, the year round temperature and, and everything was perfect but the humidity you just sweat too much and if you're right. wearing costumes and you're wearing right. different things it just you know, california worked out better so <laughs> right. which maybe that's for the best right right yeah <laughs> it would we don't have a mountain anywhere where we could put a big sign, so. I know, we're pretty Hollywood, flat here. I guess, is, is better. Right, exactly. And all those people can live over there. That's fine. Exactly. <laughs> we, we, we don't want to have all that traffic. <laughs> no, we got enough. We love it here. Yeah. But I just wanted to say one um, more interesting thing I really love about this area, knock on wood, um, is that. We don't get hit with hurricanes. I mean. Yeah, the way we're um, structured here. Right. I got hit three times with hurricanes. I mean, bad hurricanes over in Boca Raton. Mm -hmm. And over here, I mean, I can remember I had family over here. And it's like, well, you can come on over on the East Coast because you'll be okay. You know. And uh, But anyway, you know, yeah, they say because of the. Here, we don't get hit mainly because... Well, it'll hit Tampa before it hits us, or Clearwater. So a storm would literally have to go out into the Gulf and curve back due east into us to get a direct hit. Right. Just because the way Tampa, it curves to the east where we're at. And then so a storm would have to come around, and and it it can happen, but the likeliness of it actually directly hitting us is pretty slim. And isn't there something that has to do with like the 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 water level it being so low or yeah, something? It's pretty shallow. So um I don't know how much that affects the storm. Right. Cuz I, I think it, by then if it's a big storm it's coming it doesn't care. But I, mean, I did it hear land and keeps going, you know, so I heard the Indian she's yeah, you know there is some Miss, or uh, it could be true. Yeah. I mean, there's Indian mounds and stuff. Olsner, where my parents live, um, at the end of that street is uh, the Olsner Mounds, which is the big Indian mounds out by the mouth of the river. Right, right. Because the Chascody Indians lived out there. Yeah, we have a lot of um, street names, rivers, you know, uh, named after Indians or like Wiki and Pithlacuchi and Pithlachascody, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> a tongue twister. Yeah, I can't say half of them. <laughs> but so. all right, well let everybody know how to get a hold of you. Okay, yep. Um you can call me on my phone at five six one two five one six six five three. Again, that area code is from Boca Raton, but I do live over, over here on the West Coast. It's 561-251-6653, or you can email me at Lisa, L-I-S-A, Marie, M-A-R-I-E, Sells, S-E-L-L-S, Homes, H-O-M-E-S, and the number one at CNP, I'm uh, sorry, at gmail.com. Yep. Used to be CNP, but... Anyway, so again, it's Lisa Marie Sells Homes, because I'm a realtor, number one at gmail.com. Well, nice talking with you, Steve. Thanks yeah. very much. I yeah. appreciate it. And you made it feel... Do it again sometime. Yeah, you made me a lot comfortable. Than Good. I was scared to death. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. Yep. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. See you guys. Bye.
It's been real, and we kept it simple. Who's next?